man above or the woman above or the being above. But I guess that's besides the point. Welcome to Nothing But Football, a podcast where we chat about football and uh, have a little nice uh, argument. I guess our own way of uh, engaging in these topics, the only way we know how. But yes, uh, it's another week of football gone past and uh, more to discuss. Uh, on my right, I've got Uncle Curtis. Introduce yourself, my friend. How are you doing? I'm good, Doc. Can't complain. And on this week's local beauty tip. There we go. Gents, <laughs> uh-huh. get some silk pillowcases and change them every three days. Your skin will thank you for it. And that's all I got to say on this week's Chris's Beauty Tips on Nothing But Football Podcast. All right. Ah, Did you sleep on your face? Huh? Did you sleep on your face? But on the side of my face. You got to let it breathe. Don't get that cloth material that just clogs up dirt in your face. You don't there want you that go. stuff. You, you want to be walking out on the streets looking dapper, looking nice. I want to have those poverty blanket things. All right. That's an uh, uh, interesting uh, little segue you just took there. Mm-hmm. But we will take it into uh, consideration. And on my left, I've got my boy Lucas. He still doesn't have a nickname. Uh, we go week by week thinking of it, but they just don't come. If you do have suggestions, just throw it in the comments and then, you know, we'll come up with something. Oh, wait, I'm thinking King Louis. No. It's King Louis the 13th day. Probably. <laughs> Give him that name. No. <laughs> I'm still going. I'm still on that theme. We can call you the wizard. The white wizard. What's that guy's... I'll, f- I'll find that guy's name. Klu Klux. Of the Rings. No, Klu Klux. I'm going with the Klu Klux team. The Klu Klux team. But yeah, uh, how was your week, bro? Week was all good. Was all it? good, yeah. Oh, man, that's good. Uh, yeah. yeah, guess we can just go straight into it. Uh, it's been quite a controversial week of football, if I must say. Mm. Uh, some good, some bad, and some just outrageous. But I think let's get into it. Um... The last time we met up, it was uh, on Tuesday. So I think the only game that happened on that Tuesday was just the Leeds and Southampton. I don't think we'll go into that. Uh, We'll just move to the games that happened on the weekend. And we'll start on Saturday. And the first fixture that started, it was Manchester City versus West Ham. Now, City was playing at home and... uh, West Ham was away, obviously. Um, and then City actually took that game 2-1 with uh, my boys uh, Ruben Diaz and John Stone scoring. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, Antonio from West Ham side. Uh, That's a smile of somebody who's killing fantasy. Uh, <laughs> I don't have to get into these topics, bro. My let's, bad, my let's, bad. Let's just these things, bro. Let's just talk about the game, actually. Mm. Uh, Uncle Curtis, let me actually start with you. Your thoughts on that game? Uh, it sits you with the expansive, expensive squad that they have. Having two quality players in every position. I was just busy laughing at uh, Man City fans that were saying, no, Pep is the greatest and he is the greatest, man. You know, like money's not affected. Then Pep came out and said, uh, they asked him, why is your unbeaten run so long? He's like, hey, guys, I have Zuck to <laughs> yeah. buy all the players that I want, that are quality. And that's why we're on a 20-game unbeaten run. And... When, you said the money helps. You know, and it's one of those things of when people have an argument about money, mm-hmm. right? Uh, it's not an argument to say that it takes away from the manager's quality. Yeah. But what, what my, okay, at least in my argument, my argument will always be 
quality managers, when given the budget, will do quality things. Is Frank Lampard a quality manager? No. What happened? <laughs> Got fired. You give Pep two hundred million to buy two fullbacks. What's going to happen? He's going to get you the best fullbacks in the game, and he's going to win the league titles, and that's what it is. So, well done to Pep for admitting that. But quality, quality squad. Uh, we'll see how they go. It depends how long certain players want to stay second fiddle. They lost Sane that way, because Sane was but tired of rotation. And clearly, they miss him, right? <laughs> they don't miss him, but but you get what I'm saying. What I'm trying to get, they missed him the season that he left. Hey. Yeah, they missed him the season that he left last season. It was a season or two ago, last season. But last they missed him. Last, no, they missed last him. season, he wasn't there. They, they missed him. But before he even left, they started benching him even more often just to try and prove a point. But it's one of those things of, at a certain point, um, especially as players get older, start hitting the age of 26 and so forth, they want to be playing in week in, week out. They will not take that second fiddle role. They, they want to play every game. Well, unless you play in Europa League. But that's my thoughts on the City game. All right. No, fair analysis. Uh and then let me ask you, Lucas, what do you think of that game? Uh, I, I I thought it's another testament to the to the strength of City, like like, like you said, their squad. Um, I, I think I, I think I previously said on the on on the pod that City set up so well that they can win every type of game. This was not an easy game. This was a, a physical game, a West Ham team on on form. I mean, City's goals are coming from their centre backs in this mm. game. You know what I mean. Um, t- t- tough game in that, but they get through again, and that's that was win number what nineteen or something twenty oh, twenty twenty oh, in a row on the on, on the streak. Yeah, yeah, that was win number twenty in a row, mm. and different kinds of win. They thrashing you. They are beating you in a physical game. They are they are whatever. So another another good game. I thought West Ham held their own though. I, I, I must give a shout out to 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 West Ham. I thought they held their own though. No 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 sadness in that defeat. Yeah. For them. What you what did you think, Mr. Potion? Against uh, your second team. Yes. Uh, I think I have expressed that uh for me West Ham has always been the team that I thought would would surprise everyone mm. uh, this year. And um I think going into this, uh some people would have expected City to run rampant. But for you to essentially keep City to a two-one, uh, where it was it was actually quite an entertaining game because mm. actually I did watch that, and City had to rely on their set pieces in order to uh, to convert those goals, which is not normally a City style. City prefers to break you in the game. Mm. So looking at that, uh, West Ham put up a good fight. Uh, I hate to use this phrase, you can hold your head up high, but it's yeah. In this in this case it makes sense. It really does. It really does. Uh yeah. Same, you know, gotta give credit to I saw I think it was JC Lingard involved in the goal. Yeah. He's he's Jay Ling's Bellandor. Yes, Jay Ling's is, is seems to be fitting in because I saw the Man United tagged what? Twenty million. Uh on him. Essentially they'll they'll let him go for twenty million. No, we want him back. Just Look after him, and then we'll take him back. But where does he fit in? Ah, uh, we don't care. We love him. Hey, bro, you slept the price tag on him, so it's, it's a bit late now. Listen, that man had a hard time. Unfortunately, his mom passed away. Then he lost his girlfriend to Jason Derulo. Yeah. Ah, uh, nice back on his nice back on his feet. Ah, no, we can think, get him back. Think about it from his point of view. Though. Now he's in London, bro. He's a London boy. Huh? He can yeah. do his fashion stuff, bro. This is an ideal location for the guy. Let the fair guy enough, go, fair enough, fair enough. You're gonna have him fighting with Daniel James for position. <laughs> we get him out. Bro. 
No, bro. Let that guy go. <laughs> but yeah, in conclusion, I think West Ham uh, surprised uh, a lot of people by keeping the results to what it was. Uh, there weren't really many other results that I want to look at. But I think on that day, there was actually quite a controversial situation in the Brighton versus uh, West Brom and Al- West Brom Albuet. Albion. No, he's tongue twisters. But yeah, I think let's just uh, maybe just delve into that. It was a 1-0 uh, game and uh, West Brom scored. Uh, guys, I don't know if you watched that game, but I'm sure you might have heard about the controversy. So right. let me start with you, Uncle Curtis. Oh, my favorite it? topic, refs and yeah. the incompetent <laughs> yeah. refs that are in England. Uh, that man looked confused. Mm. I do not know why he allowed them to take the free kick quickly mm. <laughs> and why he, he, he blew the whistle before the ball went in. I can understand why the players were aggrieved there, but it's one of those things of, I think when it comes to quick free kicks, uh, you have to do it within a certain time frame yeah. uh, with the refs to, to at least give the other team a, a sort of assembly of fairness like you can't wait 30 seconds and you say no you can take a quick free kick because mm. you've decided that it's not going to be a quick free kick anymore mm. so it's a fair call in my at the end because he did take a bit of time before he said he can take a free, quick free kick nah, but it is what it is because even with the keeper when you look at him he was out there busy setting up his wall that man looked comfortable on that post because yeah. he's made to the side to the side so West Brighton can't complain they lost that game because of that free kick. Uh, it's mostly down to the poor finishing uh, that they lose games. Most games, they should be high up in the table. But poor finishing, this is what happens when you have Neil Mopay in your team. Uh, it is what it is. All right, but yeah, we'll see how it is. Second red face strikers, I'm not going to get you anyway. Mm, fair point. Uh, Lucas, let me ask you, what did you think about that? Sure. So, so, so maybe just for anyone that, that didn't see it, right? So, free kick... Near, near the box um, ref allows them to take a quick free kick they take the quick free kick and the, and score the score the thing except the ref blew twice mm. so he blows so that they can take the thing and then he blows just before the ball goes in so when it goes to VAR VAR says actually this goal, this goal can't stand because you stopped play before the ball went in mm. so, so the goal so the goal gets written off uh, ridiculous refereeing mm. terrible because he's made a decision and then immediately goes away from it. He wasn't even sure if he should give the goal or not. Yeah. Then he gives the goal and then Riviera turns it, turns it back. So, um, <laughs> terrible. This is what happens when you have 50 old men busy refereeing games. Yeah. They've got dementia. It's on set dementia busy setting in and they're busy refereeing games. That's why he was confused. He thought he was at home. Yeah. Uh, but for me, this actually, from my point of view, the, the part that surprised me that Brighton was not awake uh, in, in these situations. Um, mm. But to, to look at it, it seems as though uh, the refs are actually very confused. They, from previous results that we're about to go into, it seems as though refs are aware of the controversies that happen online. Yeah. And these days, they just want to do the safe call. Isn't this, mm. the, they know that people will be upset, but they're going for the call that people will be the least upset about. This is what it seems as though uh, is, is going, it became a theme for this weekend. Yeah. Stupid so, line of thinking, I believe. Yes, it's a very stupid line of thinking because I think your first, uh, the first duty as a ref is you need to be competent. Sure. 
you can't be, try be a people pleaser. That's where they've gone wrong, in my opinion. That you know, uh, that was a very stupid call. Yeah. But I think uh, we'll 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 leave that game and actually get on to the Sunday games because uh, there was also some controversy in that. But uh, let's start with the game that. Uh, all right, two out of three of us would have watched. Uh, it's the Leicester versus the Arsenal game. Uh, Leicester played at home and Arsenal visited the King Power Stadium. And it was a surprise result for many because Arsenal took that 3-1. Surprise uh, result, not really to me. Yes, we will we'll get into that. I was, I was just trying to be objective, judging our league, league positions. It is a surprise when the, t- the lower team beats the, 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 the team that's above. But yes... I'll leave you for now. And I'll start with uh, Lucas here. Luquinho. <laughs> that uh, one might work. Yes, <laughs> it might work, you know, for, for for footballing purposes. But yeah. It's too, it's too flourish. We need to give him a proper name. <laughs> yes, I also didn't want to... It, it sounded... It, it's, it sounds like we, you know, it's a pleasing name. You need to suffer with him. <laughs> uh, yeah, so let's get into that. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of that game? Look, I, 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 I thought it was a good game. Um, a, go- a good win from Arsenal, uh, you know, coming back from behind. Leicester went 1-0 up. Tiedemann's got the ball and um, Arsenal's defence laid out a red carpet. He ran straight to the goal, like unopposed. <laughs> um, but then from there, coming back, you know... Um, um, good, good, good performance by by, Ars, uh, by Arsenal. I'll I'll give Nicolas Pepe his dues in this game because I generally say I don't rate him. I still don't rate him, but this is the type of game for him. Um, but but did very well. I think was uh, quite a big threat in that game. Um, Arsenal played Arsenal played pretty well, and this is a Leicester team that's been on form. Mm. Uh, look, that result does me a favor, so I'm very happy with it. <laughs> <laughs> works out well for everyone. Uh, Uncle Curtis, how about you? Let me find out your opinions on the game. It wasn't a surprise result because we generally beat Leicester. I think last, last early on in the season when they beat us 1-0, that was the first time they actually beat us in a long time. Mm. We generally do do the double over Leicester. Even when they won the league, we did yeah. the double over Leicester. Yes. So it's not a surprise result. Right. Um, another stupid mistake. Kaka busy passing to William. I almost thought we were going to lose that game because William started. But he played well, didn't he? He did play well. I'll yeah. give him that. But at the okay. beginning of the game, when I saw that team oh, sheet, sure. I wanted to go to sleep because sure. <laughs> I wasn't expecting the best. Um, I'm happy with the result. Uh, it shows that Arteta is building something that he wants, the direction that he wants to go to. Uh, because we're without Saka, we were without Aubameyang, and we were without Odegaard from the start. Yes. All right? So... When you're playing with two of your wingers, which you would say at this very moment in time, due to form, are second choice, okay. and you still beat a team that's currently sitting in the top four, all right? That is good. That means you start, you're starting to show the quality of depth that you might have as a team, but you just need the other players to step up and show more consistent performances. Mm. And an interesting stat, when Chelsea fans were busy having Arsenal for taking Willian, Willian has more assists than Ziyech, Pulisic, and Havits put together <laughs> in this season. season. You're now claiming a William stat. Wow. <laughs> anything, to sh- any, anything to keep some of these fans out here who talk reckless during the season. They talk reckless. Like, 
I've seen some <laughs> some of these football fans are reckless. And when you talk reckless, I have to put you back down in your spot. This week it's Chelsea. Oh, Y'all niggas got Abramovich money and think you world beaters now. He's gone. He can't even enter the country, dog. He's a sugar daddy who can't even come and love you down nicely. He's busy sending e-wallets. Not even e-wallets. He's busy sending PayPal from another country. No, actually, I have to agree with uh, with Uncle Curtis there, with the William thing. I mean, he hasn't given us great performances, so we need to celebrate mm. something. Mm. That was actually quite a, a scary stat, if you look at it. Does it show you what he can bring to your team now? It or, shows us or, nothing. It's it shows just, us nothing. It shows us how... It's, it's just, just comedy. It's just a broken clock is right twice a day, as they say. It ah. just shows us how terrible of a job Frank Lampard was doing how? at Chelsea. <laughs> Wow. We've been here week in, week out complaining about William. Yeah. You have Ziyech, you have Pulisic, you have Harvitz. That's a cool 120 million in transfers. But they're not William in the table. They haven't they done anything. But I'm, so, I'm talking about individual oh. performances. Mm. What are they doing? Like, your goals are coming from somebody else. Your goals are coming from an ex-Arsenal player. It's not the best bet to have. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, besides the, the, the William banter for me, uh, looking at that squad as well, I was actually quite, uh, I was very skeptical because uh, I actually went out in public to go watch this game. And when I saw that line, <laughs> I thought to myself, this this guy just is embarrassing me in public. Were you wearing an Arsenal jersey? Yes, I wore my Arsenal jersey. I wore the same ensemble. And now I, I watched it at an Afrikaans bar. So you can imagine, this is just, Double the, the disses. This man said ensemble. Yes. <laughs> use, use that word. So this yes. is a cultured podcast. Very soon we're going to be getting fashion tips from Potion. <laughs> what to wear on your Saturday night out to the game? The word ensemble. So I saw this team and I thought to myself, yo, okay. Clearly this man is not taking Leicester seriously. But, uh, you know, uh, the first goal, you can understand it was a confusion uh, because of man marking. Uh, Chaka lost the ball and that was his man. Instead of someone jumping in and stopping the, the move, uh, i.e. Tielemans, uh, they essentially let him waltz through. But then uh, that matter was quickly solved. Uh, and then we we fired in. I think we had a, a penalty incident. Two penalty yes, incidents, yeah. We had two penalty incidents in that game. Uh the first one, it was with Saka. No, no, no. It was Pepe both. Oh, it was both Pepe. Okay. He had Lister busy dancing on strings in defense yeah. over there. Testament of uh, the was, game that... He was making them dance. Yeah. The game that he had. Mm. Uh, and a Pepe goal. We had um, a set-piece goal as well from uh, David Luiz. Mm-hmm. Uh, happy for him from that uh, point of view because that is the role he's supposed to be playing. Um, other, other than that, you look at that game and you actually commend Arsenal as in they were not they weren't the you know the team that everyone thought would win everyone has assumed since Leicester yeah. recently beat Liverpool 2-0 uh, Arsenal were the underdogs but you know what they say about underdogs so yeah let's congratulate Arsenal they did well looking at the lineup as well yo William well done you had a good uh, not a good <laughs> yeah you had a good game you did two assists two assists you yeah. didn't do much no, he didn't do much if you think about it. Really? No, besides the assist, he just played his part. He didn't try to be, you know, too fancy. Oh, okay, okay. From that point of view. Okay, okay. So he just 
played his part and it worked out well for him. Maybe that is his role. Maybe that's what they want to do in the future. They don't want him, you know, being the main, uh, you know, the main act in the circus. So, yeah, congratulations to Arsenal. That's where I think I'll leave it for now. And then let's review the other games. Um, Tottenham Hotspurs went up against... Uh, no, I won't call them that anymore. <laughs> uh, they went up against Burnley at uh, the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. And uh, Tottenham actually took that 4-0. Uh, it was a, a great game, actually. I remember yeah. when I watched it. Yeah. Uh, with two goals from Gareth Bale. Surprise. Uh, Harry Kane goal. And uh, Lucas Moura goal. Um... Looking at that, let me ask you first, Lucas. Uh, what did you think of that game? Uh, the the game in itself, in isolation, dope. Uh, very, very good game. Um, Spurs again, although they've been um, they've been dropping points in that. Mourinho has been picking a, a bit of a more attacking team sort of thing. So he's been picking only one CDM, uh, one one defensive midfielder, Hoiberg. Right in the last couple of games, and and to and in that game it actually played out pretty well. Um, Gareth Bale um, gave a great performance. Uh, I'm just talking about in the game alone. Six months waiting for one good game is not, but in in the game alone, I think he 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 played really well. If he, if he can give you that until the end of the season, then you're you're starting to remember what kind of player he is. I like the way you put it into context over there. I saw a lot of people busy jumping on the bandwagon saying that Bale is quality, and I'm like, he's quality, but he's only done it once a season. Like, yeah. let's slow our order. Yeah, this could be his his yeah. Ronaldinho token, like people like to say about William. Yes, yeah. he has your token. You'll yeah. have one good game. He even said after the game, he was he was just like, right, it's one game, keep my head down, type of thing. I'm paraphrasing. He said something along those lines. Yeah. Good, uh, yeah. good attitude for him. Mm. From him looking at it from that point. Of somebody view. said, "Bail." Somebody told Bail that the golf courses are opening, and then he discovered his superpowers. <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah. those things. Uh, Uncle Curtis, anything else to add about that game that you found pleasing or? Um, I don't know. Former White Lives Matter FC. Uh-huh. Uh, they got a beating like they get a beating at every other top team's uh, home stadium. Mm-hmm. Um, Burnley played, defended terribly that game. Don't know what happened. And maybe it's just one of those games because there were silly mistakes that Burnley don't no, don't normally make. Uh, but with with regards to Spurs, it's literally guys one game. Mm. Uh, let's calm down. Uh, one like when you get the second, when third, when you can say you're starting to pick up a bit of form again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what run of fixes they have coming up. I know, in fact, I do. I think they play in Arsenal very soon, within the next two or three weeks. Yeah. Right? If they win that game, then I can say, cool, it's a run of form that they can keep up. But what happens now if they lose this weekend and then lose in the Europa League on the coming Thursday? Then you look at them very differently. You're saying, oh, okay, that was a bright spot in the season. They beat Burnley 4-0. Yeah. So so you got to look at it that way. But they have tough games coming up, Spurs, so we'll see how they go because... Yeah, it's one game. One game. Doesn't mean Spur Bale's going to go score 10 goals up until the end of the season now. Yeah. But, but Bale can. So, so, sorry. No, I'm just saying, I was just analyzing uh, Burnley's next four games. They played Leicester next. Then they play Arsenal. Then they play Everton. And then it's Southampton. Jeez. Uh, we'll leave uh, Newcastle after that. But uh, from those games uh, and this result, it's going to be a tough hill for uh, Burnley. For Burnley to climb. 
And then if I look at Tottenham's next fixtures, I actually remember that they've got some hot ones uh, coming up. Uh, it's mostly, yo, it's quite a London, London-esque uh, uh, fixtures. Their next fixture is going to be uh, Fulham. They're going up against Fulham at Fulham's home, Craven Cottage. Uh, Crystal Palace, that game could go anywhere. Uh, Arsenal, and then they've got uh, Aston Villa. That's the three London derbies in a top 10 team. Yeah. Like. So, all of these all of these games, essentially, all the next four games are London derbies. Uh, because it, uh, essentially, you could lose any of those games. Um, from a, a derby uh, point of view. Mm. So, going into those derby games, I, I feel as though Tottenham... Will, will be quite proud of themselves as in, you know, they've got a 4 0, they've wrapped up a 4 0. But um, other things we can actually look at from that Tottenham side is uh, actually, I think I watched some of the Europa games. It seems as though the they other goal scoring option uh, in uh, Carlos Vinicius has uh, gotten into a run of uh, goals, even though it's uh, that fake Wolfsburg team. Uh, <laughs> Gareth Bale also finding his feet. And if you look as well in this last game, Lucas Moura is finding his feet. Considering that they're going to be going into uh, a couple of fixtures, a couple of heavy fixtures, I think it's good that their goal-scoring options are also lighting up. Um, yeah, that's that's all I can say about Tottenham. Um, my other worry from their point of view would be their, their, their backline. Uh, yeah. They seem to be uh, shuffling the guys too much. There isn't really much stability because uh, it'll go one game where it'll be Alderweireld and Sanchez uh, as your, you know, your your two centre backs, and then now they try they bring in Dyer. There's that other uh, that other Welsh guy that they bring in, but it seems to have fallen out of favour. What's his name? Ron. Uh, Joe Roden. Roden. Something like that. And he was signed from like Swansea or something. He's still acclimatizing to He's still acclimatizing. And then you look at, they just spent, they spent 50 million on Doherty and he's done nothing. Mm. Like you, you you ask yourself those type of questions as in like moving forward, uh, what type of spurs would you see on the day? Yeah. I think that's the, the running theme on everyone's minds. But for them in this result, I think let's just, Give them their props. They beat Burnley, who actually has been uh, recovering their form. We can't uh, take that away from them. They're now out of uh, the relegation battle. They're 15th. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think let's, we can just leave it there from, from that game. Six points off top four with the game in hand. Who's this? Spurs. Spurs. I'm saying six, six points off top four with the game in hand. Three London derbies. Not so the hardest. Are you saying that it's a derby? No, I, I'm asking if 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 you still it's a derby. See them in top four conversation. So wait, are you saying that they they in top four conversation because the last game? Yeah, I, I think they are. Yeah, they lost the last London derby game they played. Yeah, uh, to West Ham. Yeah, uh, we don't count. Crystal City. Palace is bound to yes. pick up into four. Don't count City. The last, the last uh, in the last three games they played. Uh, no, in the last five games. They played two London derbies, mm-hmm. which they lost. Fair enough. Fair so enough. it's maybe something. Look, look like, like I said, just a question. I, I, so I, I, I think they're still in a shot mm. for it. I think 
the last three, four games of the season, they'll still be in a shot for it. Europa League will decide if they'll make it or not. Fair enough. I agree fair, enough. fair enough. Because Mourinho is pragmatic enough to say, uh, leave the league. Here we are. And I think there's still too much tough teams in Europa League for him to just make that decision just yet. Yeah. I was actually going to say when they, the Europa League fixture was actually one of the easier ones compared to everyone else. All right. If you look at it. So he still had the luxuries of actually rotating his squad. But uh, it should be a challenge to see how he furthers through in the essentially the next round. Mm. Um, all right. Then let's look at another big game of the weekend, essentially. Uh, it was Chelsea versus Man United. Uh, you guys went up against uh, Chelsea at the Stanford Bridge. Mm. Uh, high hopes, I'm sure. Everyone thought this was going to be a high-scoring game. But unfortunately, it wasn't. Uh, Chelsea drew 0-0 to their counterparts, Man United. Uh, nothing really to talk about, I guess. Let me hand it over to you, Mr. Lucas. Actually, there is, but <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. Uh, a, a decent game to watch. What? Yes, I enjoyed watching it. How? <laughs> I didn't say you did. I did. <laughs> I, 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 I enjoyed... Well, well, not enjoyed. It was a decent game to watch. Um, it was a, it was okay from from United fan. Listen, United fans, go check our record at Stamford Bridge. <laughs> I as a result, it's a good result. As a as a performance, I'm not unhappy with that performance because in big games, you playing against better teams, so they can mark Bruno and leave Fred to pass the ball. <laughs> so that's that's kind of what happened. Um, Mason Greenwood again at, at at number nine. I was happy with 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 his performance at, um, as as a number nine. Um, Daniel James was brought into the, to the team, but he was brought into the team I think for for defensive work rate. Yeah. Um, on a Chelsea perspective, because we'll, we'll we'll talk about United. Not United was the away team. Chelsea at home, they didn't bring much. Either if if if, if United didn't bring, but but they but they sort of stayed on what they have from Tom from Thomas Tuchel, um, good defensively kept the ball well. Uh, maybe haven't sorted out the attack, but that's about as much as I can say about the game. Keeps us second. So I'm happy. Not worried about the goal scoring record you have against top six. No, it's um, one goal and it's a penalty. Yeah, this this season, last season, we were okay against top six. So I think it ebbs and flows. If yeah. if 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 that look, I'd love to be top six teams. It's, it's it's obviously seven games against the traditional top six and one goal, and that was in the six one loss. So I'd I'd love to beat them. But last season we were beating them, and we only got top four in the last couple of couple so of whatever. So we're thinking like uh, two thousand and eighteen Liverpool supporters thinking about the past now. Is this how we're taking no, it? No, I'm thinking pro- progression. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking progression. Okay, but to me, it looks like it's a man who's going to extremes and doesn't know the identity he wants to play with yet. How? How so? Last season, you were free scoring because you took it to the team, right? And then you realize it's not the way because you might have won one or two games, but you lost. L- last season, we were not free scoring. We were sit back and hit you on the counter. Okay, sit back. This, this season, they know we're going to do that. So I think we're even doing better on the ball in those games. Oh. In, in my opinion. Okay, fair enough. Mm. I just don't rate defensive football. Eh? I don't rate defensive football. I rate finishing the top four. So. Oh, and, and, I don't, and I don't think Oli gives us defensive football. 
I, I, I don't think he's a defensive manager. All right, uh, Uncle Curtis, let me ask you how you felt about that game. I'm going to start betting Man United to not score in a top four game. I just don't see yeah, it scoring. Yeah, not a bad bet. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible football. They should have had a penalty, but it's debatable over there because, you know, uh, I'm trying to get the other hand. Okay. His hand was just above uh, Greenwood's arm. You could argue that he flicked Greenwood, flicked his arm unintentionally towards the ball. You, know? you could argue that, but did you see that? Does it's it look like that happens? You, you can make up things. You can also say a dinosaur flew, flew, flew across. Of course, it did. <laughs> but that see didn't it. happen. <laughs> but it did happen. Didn't you see it? Dog? He didn't flick. Greenwood didn't flick his Didn't you see the dinosaur fly, fly across the, the pitch, dog? It was there. What are you talking about? It was there, dog. It happened. <laughs> uh, but either way, uh, uh, it's unfortunate they didn't get the penalty. But at the end of the day, that's not the reason they didn't win the game. Yeah, yeah. That incident is like somewhere in the first half. You know, it's like 12 minutes or so. It's mm. not the reason they didn't win the game. Uh, if Man United score over there, maybe Chelsea go more free-flowing. What I'm, I am starting to see with this Tuchel team, I never really watched him at PSG with all those exciting players. Only thing I can remember is Neymar busy saying that he's a terrible coach. <laughs> he did say really? that once, yeah. Oh. Called him a cut coach after he substituted him. It could oh. be a heat of the emotion. But, yeah, it's too chill, man. <laughs> like, I don't know what to say about that guy. His football doesn't excite me. Uh, they say he did well at Borussia Dortmund. Did he, he win anything? Well. He, 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 he won a cup. Like, the, the version of the FA Cup. Okay, cool. But, yeah, it's in Germany. Bayern Munich dominates over there. Mm. But he has to prove himself now because... I'm seeing even when he plays against the smaller opposition, that man, it's not free flowing his football. He, he hasn't changed any of the other players. They haven't got a bounce. He's just got results of mm. pure defensive football. Good defensive football. Get your goal. Get in. Get your goal. Keep the ball. Yeah. Even when you say the goals that he scored, you're looking at Alonso, defenders busy scoring goals for you. You know, you shouldn't be looking at football when, you're, when your defenders are scoring the goals for you. You got a problem. Unless you sit here and it's the one game you couldn't score. Uh, then defenders coming for two goals. But you can see already Pep is planning to get a better striker to replace a girl who, who that he looks like he doesn't rate that much. But yeah, Chelsea wasn't exciting to watch. It was another boring game to me. Very boring. All right. Um, for me, um, since we've spoken about the penalty incident with uh, Hudson Doy and, uh, and Mason uh, Greenwood, is it? It is Mason Greenwood, right? Yeah. yeah. Didn't sound right in my head. I don't know why. <laughs> but yes, with that penalty incident, I feel as though it would have been a soft penalty, but a penalty nonetheless. Mm. Let's not take that away. Yeah, it would have been soft. I mm. But the, consistent. There was some controversy in that game because uh, of Luke Shaw coming out after the game and essentially... Making up things. He, he says that uh, the ref told Harry Maguire essentially that he couldn't give that there'd be too much controversy essentially but it seems as though he he misheard uh, the conversation between the two and he's now uh, there's actually a suspension that could, he could possibly get no, no they, 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 they cleared them. them. Oh, they cleared them. You, you know, they, they got the FA in their pockets again. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was one of those, the referee did say that, but don't say it out loud. We won't find you. Let it go. Uh, <laughs> but I also watched uh, your manager's thing. He didn't want to say it. Yeah, yeah. Yes, he yeah. kept 
basically twinkle toeing around it. Yeah. yeah and they mean. asked him, they said, what did he say? But this is what Luke Shaw said. And he's yes. like, well, he said that, yes, not me. Exactly. Because mm. I think the ref knew, like, you're okay. Not the ref. Uh, Solskjaer knew that, no, yeah. this is a controversial topic. Yeah. Uh, whether Luke Shaw heard it or not, well, it doesn't really matter now. But the, I feel as though we forget that there was also another pen- penalty incident in that game. Involving Harry Maguire and uh, Aspilicueta. Uh, I think it was an incident where Maguire was clearing the ball, if, I was, if I'm correct. Would you remind me? Uh, I think you're no, thinking about the other game. <laughs> huh? I, think you, I think you're talking about the other game. I, yeah, it was the game earlier on in the season it. where Chelsea oh. didn't get a penalty. Uh, because Maguire was all over Aspilicueta. Oh, okay. Sorry. They oh. didn't get the penalty. So, as Lucas likes to say in the past, these decisions even even themselves out. So, yes, they said too. Essentially, I was going to bring that up and kind of say it kind of evens out. Yeah. I don't believe but it does. No, 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 no. I was bringing it up because I thought it was from the same game because Chelsea fans that I know were bringing it up like it was oh. in the same game. But forgive me for that. But essentially, it seems as though they're saying that there's always controversy in these games. But, uh, you know, let's not mind that as well. But it was from you saying that it was an exciting uh, game. No, not exciting. It's watchable. No, no, no. I'm not disagreeing with you. There were were actually quite a lot of shots in the game. So Mm. I think for a draw, you look at that and you think to yourself, okay. It was a lot of shots with no nuts. Yeah. No, okay, we can we can <laughs> agree to disagree, but I think both uh, both teams wouldn't be mad at that. Mm. Uh, both managers could uh, would like the point because it worked out both it worked out nicely for everyone mm. considering results that also happened earlier on. And then let's look at the final result uh, fixture for the Sunday. Uh, it's Sheffield United going against Liverpool, and it was at Bramhall Lane. And uh, Liverpool took that 2-0. No. Hey. Yes. Well done, Liverpool fans. Well done. Um, but don't get cocky again. Yeah, so Liverpool, who's been uh, essentially putting out some weird performances where it seems as though fatigue is hitting them or I don't know what it is. Um, they were dropping points. Oh. Yes, they were, they were dropping points where they shouldn't have been if you look at them. Because I think... Uh, sure. Okay. Four losses. One, yeah. You look at it from the last five games. Essentially, it was four. It was four losses. Uh, but yeah, they took that game against the uh, Sheffield United, who essentially is trying to climb up uh, the table because they're currently in the last spot. And uh, yeah, um, Lucas, let me ask you: How do you feel about that game? Any anything to note about that game? It 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 was. The game felt scrappy to me, right? Mm. But it makes sense. You're off form like that. Um, playing against... Look, the bottom team in the league... As much as they're the bottom team in the league, they're not the whipping boys. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it's still a hard game against, against against Sheffield United. So I think Liverpool still had to dig deep. I'll, 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 still, I'll still chalk it up as a good result because they still had to dig deep. Um, a good performance by Firmino, in my opinion. Oh, right. Because uh, Firmino does what Firmino does. He's not a goal scorer, but he, you know, gets the ball going and and and, and that. So, so I think a good result. Maybe 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 not one to get overly excited about as a Liverpool fan. You will obviously hope to hope to take that into 
into the next games and next fixtures. They're excited but, though. They're yeah. excited. Liverpool fans are excited. Look, they're, they're a good squad. They haven't fallen off. They're still last year's champions. Champions, I think. Um, <laughs> maybe too soon to be excited now yeah. about this season. Oh, like, yes, you're still in a top four fight. Mm. I still think they'll finish top four, but I mean... Yeah. If they finish outside of top four, they win the league again. Next year. Mm. Mm. If they finish outside of top four, no Champions League football. Mm. Europa League, I don't think you'll take it seriously. I believe you'll win the league. It'll be like Conte when he was outside Champions League. Mm. I should agree with you there. Uh, Uncle Curtis, let me I ask know. you if you have any thoughts about that. About that? About the, well, the game, essentially. Besides what Lucas has highlighted. I won't lie to you guys. I didn't watch the game. <laughs> because I, yeah. I looked at that game and I was like, I'm not staying up until 10 for this. Mm. I'm not going to watch highlights. I saw they won 2-0. And I was just going off the reaction of Liverpool fans yeah. saying that as a centre-big partnership, they should start playing Kazabak or whatever that Kabak. guy. Kabak and uh, Phillips so that they midfielders can go back into midfield. Mm. Um, sometimes as football fans, we get into the habit of talking like we know what to do when we play football, uh, when we watch football. Uh, Klopp knows why he played Kabak and Phillips against Sheffield United. It's a lesser of a risk, uh, most probably mentality-wise, where players know how to do certain things. He knows why he put uh, Jordan Henderson in the defense in the bigger in the bigger games. Mm. So they mustn't get excited because two of the defenders gave semi-decent, semi-decent performance against a team that traditionally doesn't score a lot of goals. They play against McGoldrick, bro. <laughs> I'm going to say, like, is there, is there, the is, Irish Lacazette. Like <laughs> please put some like respect. look like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but like, how much goals is McGoldrick on? Two? Uh, from his whole career yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's that other guy McBurn two yeah, goals so, McBurn, yeah. so now you can say okay fine maybe I can give the guys uh, who I don't rate experience wise nah, to keep a clean shit against this team but he changed formation in this game he played uh, did he not did he not play five at the at the back was, was uh, Trent not a wing back Maybe, Sorry, maybe. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Ne- ne- never mind. Put a, put a pin in that. Let me not embarrass myself. Mm. <laughs> it, it, was probably, it was probably a change in form uh, once they scored the goals. Mm. What you say? With, with Liverpool fans, when you start making things like this, you need to look at who you guys are playing next. Mm. Uh, do you know what the fixtures are next for Liverpool fans? Uh, I think the next fixtures... Let for them be happy, bruh. You, know, you must be happy in context. You must always be happy in context. Because what happens with some of these fans... They come yeah. out and they think they will beat us. Yeah. They think, oh, everything is sorted. No, everything is not sorted. You still yeah. got a long way to go to fix your defensive problems. Mm. Cool, Van Dyke will come back next season. Does Van Dyke come back the same player? Mm. We don't know. Mm. Well, uh, looking at the round of fixtures for Liverpool next, uh, mm. their next game is Chelsea at Anfield. Fulham at Anfield, they, should, they shouldn't struggle with that. Uh, Wolves at the Molyneux. Should be an interesting game as well. I think they might beat Chelsea. Ah, uh, yeah, the Molyneux is uh, on a Monday, especially. I no, I'm saying, I think they might beat Chelsea oh. the next game. Where did they play Sheffield? Oh. Sheffield was at United's home stadium. Yeah. Yeah. Was it the They're going to lose at Anfield again, mm-hmm. Liverpool. Mm-hmm. They're going to lose against it. It's a Chelsea. Like, oh, okay. So, four you, games in a row. They so you say, you're essentially saying that if the problem is not away, it's the not problem away. is home. They've been winning away games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They haven't been winning home games. Mm-hmm. And people who like to come out and say it's because of uh, 
the most thing with Liverpool fans that made me laugh. They act like they're the only ones affected by Corona. They act like they're the only ones who don't have fans in the stadium. Yeah. And I'm like, mate, <laughs> the whole Premier League don't have fans in the stadium. Mm. The whole Premier League is affected by Corona. So why are you complaining? They had fans for a little bit. They've had more fans than anyone have had this this, uh, this season. Yeah, you're right. Even about that. For a couple of weeks more than other teams yeah. because of the lockdown restrictions. Mm. So it's like, what are you complaining about? Man? Yeah. Everybody is dealt the same cause that you have been dealt with. Yeah. Yes, in terms of injuries, man. Mm-hmm. As I said last week, it's not broken legs. It's not broken ankles. It's literally muscle injuries besides Van Dyke. Whose fault is that? It's Klopp's fault for the way he plays football. You can't blame anybody outside of your club for the amount of injuries that you have. Mm-hmm. Other clubs I, I just... Think it just happens. It just happens. But you get what I'm saying? But it's his intensive football that gets in there. It's mm-hmm. his intensive football that leads players to be more injury prone. Mm. But they're looking out like, hey, we've we've had broken legs, we've had this, we've nah, be it's, it's the football you play. High intensity doesn't last more than three seasons before the players get worn out. Mm. Mm. Now I actually agree with you uh, that about the high intensity football uh, convo, but uh, from my point of view of the Liverpool game, you look at the goals. It's Curtis Jones scoring, unlikely goal scorer, and an own goal that kind of tells your story of of the game. Liverpool fans appreciate that man. Curtis Jones, I think he's turning. He's, he's, he, I, I think he's developing. He is the. Mm. I think he's the, the the shining light of the youngsters that they claimed that they had. Uh, they were saying that you know they've got all this crop of youngsters mm. that we aren't seeing. Maybe we can argue that some of them are on loan, but mm. not seeing mm. anything from them. Uh, another Even positive. Even the player that they sold, hmm? Brewster. Yes. <laughs> Man is getting relegated, guys. Yeah. There needs to be an inquiry held into how Liverpool get ridiculous transfer fees for players that get clubs relegated. Yeah. Mm. They sold Brewster to Sheffield United, and they're getting relegated, like they did with that other club. Well, with the, with Bournemouth, what was the player? Fleece Bournemouth twice. Twice with Solanke and Jordan Ibe. Jordan Ibe, Ibe. and Ibe. got ridiculous prices. I don't know what money laundering operation is going there by Liverpool, but guys, we need to look out of that. There's, there's some dodgy things. And funny enough, with with Brewster, he doesn't have really much of a goal scoring record, if you could say that. In youth team football, <laughs> like no, he doesn't have one. Even with on his times on low, mm. that's why I'm saying I didn't understand that uh, that buy, but. Looking at it from a Liverpool point of view, positive is I see Naby Keita's back. So I think, you know, that could maybe solve some problems in the midfield. Um, but other than that, I think this was just a ground-out victory. You know, these are victories that, uh, you know, especially if you like to be champions that you need you need in your mm. arsenal as well. Mm. Is that you don't, uh, not all games are going to be glitz and glamour. Sometimes you're gonna to have to grind out some wins. Yeah. They grinded it out. Yeah. And I guess well done to them. Uh, I think we can just leave it at that. Uh, and if we move on, and I think there was only one more fixture after that. It was uh, Everton versus Southampton. Um, I don't think we need to really get into it, but I'll just say the result. Uh, Richarlison uh, took Everton ahead in that game. Uh, it was one 0 against Southampton. Uh, good result for them. Um, I guess they also staying in contention of the the top four race because yeah. uh, they level with Liverpool now on points, which is a, a good for the Merseyside uh, or community. Yeah, mm. the Merseyside derby, Merseyside uh, 
clubs. Um, game in hand. Game in hand. Yeah, with a game in hand, uh, mm. they're gonna play. They're gonna play the next game. I'm, I mm. think. They'll, it's, they'll, what, what's the difference? Two points. Two points to top four with a game in hand. Yeah. So they're playing against West Brom. I wouldn't say West Brom are the whipping boys, but they and are. And they're not even a team used to the Europa, Europa League. So finishing top six is still great for them. Yes, exactly. So if they even have a shot for top four, I think they're doing very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, hats off to Ancelotti there. Yeah, Ancelotti doing some good work. Uh, uh, besides, you know, not looking at his injuries as well, he's had quite a, a, a few. So congratulations to him on that. I think that wraps up the fixtures for for the Premier League week. Uh, I think let's take a break and uh, get our refreshments in order. Then we'll come back and we'll chat about some. All right, guys. Welcome back. Uh, took a little break. Got our refills and uh, all that other cute stuff. And yeah. Steam my face a bit. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just uh, having, you know, little conversations and deciding what to talk to talk about essentially and i just thought you know at this point of the season that we're at uh we can actually start having conversations about the top strikers actually in the league or essentially yeah yeah your top strikers your goal scoring threats who's going to end up wearing the golden boot i think these conversations are quite vital so i'm going to read out some stats right now in terms of who is where, in terms of uh, number one to ten, I'll actually cut it down to ten for now. Um, number one goal scorer is uh, Mohamed Salah, fraud. Seventeen. <laughs> number two, Bruno, fifteen. Fraud. Number three, Harry Kane, fourteen. Four, Bamford, thirteen. Fraud. Uh, five, Dominic Calvert Lewin, thirteen. Fraud. Six. Uh, <laughs> Son Heung-min at 13, so it's a three-way tie. Soldier. Mm. Seven, Jamie Vardy. Uh, he's got 12 there. Eight, Ilkay Gundogan. 11. Nine, Ollie Watkins at 10 goals. Fraud of the frauds. And number 10, Callum Wilson. Uh, I think let's just have a discussion about that, uh, well, that current placing of uh, top goal scorers. Uncle Curtis, let me start with you. Uh, how do you feel about that? Let me see that list properly. Yes. Let me tell you, right? The only players that deserve to be there in my <laughs> <team>. Deserve. <laughs> is Mohamed Salah deserves to be where he is because he's proven himself consistently. Yeah. Son, son, he deserves to be there because over a period of time he's proven himself to get a decent amount of goals. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Vardy deserves to be there. Harry Kane deserves to be there. But uh, Dominic Calvert-Lewin? No. Uh, Gundogan? I'm not going to argue against that. He's having a purple patch of a season. So <laughs> I think for him, it's more of a, from my point of view, I feel Come as though, no, 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 for Gundigan. Oh, yeah. I feel as though it's like, well done, bro. You deserve this. You've had actually had quite a rough patch at City. You deserve this. Okay. It's not, I wouldn't necessarily say, this is who you are. This yeah. is your, you know, you're a goal scorer. I just think you deserve this. Only Watkins should be at number tell you now let me tell you now let me tell 28 for Jack Grealish <laughs> why he's he had two lucky hat-tricks against top teams lucky hat-tricks yeah he hasn't scored against any other teams it's like United's like what do you call this uh, United are top goal scorers in the Premier League with 54 goals yeah, yeah. 
take nine away from against Southampton. They're still in the top three then. Yeah, but they're not as great as people are making them out to seem. They're not as big as a goal threat as they are made out to seem to be. Okay. Uh, even when you look at it, attacking-wise, it's fine. They're top three. It's still Liverpool and City above them. Mm. All right? Um, but goals can be misleading. Is all what is going to do this? <laughs> okay. Kevin Phillips. Kevin Phillips has a golden boot. Yeah, yeah. Who's Kevin Phillips? He's a guy that scored... He has the record number of goals in a single season. Yes, but that's a once-off. But it's a once-off. What happened to him after that? He had a... He... He, he sold his devil to the... His soul to the devil for one season and he got 30 goals, got a golden boot. Yeah. I, I don't know what national team that man plays for. I don't know what he's done besides that it's one... Yes, yeah, English. I don't know what that gent has done besides that one thirty goal season. I'll go as far as saying I rate Darren Bent as a better soccer player than Kevin Phillips because I don't remember what else Kevin Phillips did. He had one lucky season. I think he was stable, uh, a stable Southampton. No? Sunderland. Was it Sunderland. Yeah, yeah but it was Sunderland. a one lucky season. Mm-hmm. One. like. But to this list? To this list, Lewin, he'll always get you around about 13 goals a season, I believe, mm-hmm. just because he's a Duncan Ferguson type of player. They overrated him, I think. Isn't he still like 23? He's young. You're writing them off from what you've seen. From getting 30 goals. Like, he doesn't have the composure. He doesn't Not have... even getting 30. Staying in the top 10 goal scorers list. I don't. I don't. He doesn't have the composure I have for a top player. He does not At have... At 23. You've already written off his no. goal scoring ability. He doesn't. English okay. players peak younger. He doesn't. Okay. He doesn't. Because, uh, you know how, how you can look at it. Now, if you just look at goals, now you'd swear that Dominic is a better striker than Moises King. I don't believe he is. Moises King went to PSG and just I agree with you. fighting like a glove. But Moises King at uh, Everton looked like a lost child. Mm. But if you're just looking at a striker just based on, oh, he's got these goals at this club. No, no it's just suited for his type of play. Right? When you look at Moises King, he left from, okay, he's had a tough time and he shows his mental strength that he had mm. at Everton. Then he goes to PSG. He's playing with the likes of Neymar, Mbappe, um, who's the other? Verratti. Chupa Moting scored goals there. How many goals did he score? <laughs> Is he outscoring Mbappe? <laughs> no, I'm saying to, to we're saying to to um, Moise Keane. I'm not saying Moise Keane is bad there. I'm just literally playing devil's hey, advocate. Hey, hey, you know. I think you need to put more respect on Chipo Moting <laughs> Because I just feel like he was a bad signing, not a bad player. He went to Stoke. He's at Bayern now. No, but I'm just essentially giving you mm. like a scope of what happened with him. Mm. Is he went to Stoke and he was a bad signing. They yeah. didn't need him. Yeah. But yeah, I think I'm 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 losing track here. Yeah. Yes, so I'm that's what I was trying to get at is sometimes when people judge footballers, they judge them based off their purple patch, not what they see the player do on the pitch week in, week out. Yeah. If my striker gets me one goal a game in ten games, I'll take that than a striker who gets me a hat trick against this team and then doesn't score for the next nine games. Mm. Then gives me two goals against this team and doesn't score against them for the next nine games. That's what literally Oli Watkins is doing. Mm. That's what Calvert Lewin did. He was he scored two, three goals in a game, and he had five games. I think he literally had five games earlier in the season where he got him to ten goals. Mm. We at game twenty-five. You still haven't improved from the tally that you had. When you look at other top straight, like this is your drought now. Yeah, but but I I, I had that conversation. If it's a striker at a top six club, Ollie Watkins at Aston Villa, this many goals in that season. Sorry, you're good. <laughs> 
You're not good. You're good. Why are you good when you only scored against two teams? He did that. I think he's doing well. No, you literally scored against like two teams. Two teams. And you're telling me you're good. Glenn Murray started every game. So no goal has a hat trick for Arsenal. Hey. Yeah, yeah, so Noga has a hat-trick, a hat-trick for Arsenal. Sure, that's against Roma. Top six team. Against Roma. That man has a hat-trick against Roma. What mm. does that do for you? Is he a good striker? No. He's the most average. Ali Watkins is. He's not. Opinion. He's not. In my opinion. Angle Curtis, I think you're getting a little bit carried away for, <laughs> for your hate for one specific person. Yeah. Uh, but yes, uh, let me ask you, uh, Uncle Lucas. Mm. Lucas. Uncle Luke. Rather Lucas. <laughs> Let me ask you, uh, how you feel about that top 10, yeah. essentially? Yeah. Anyone that you didn't expect to be there? Um, how I feel about it, I, I, I think Salah is the deadliest finisher in the league. He, mm. showed, he showed us that over his time. Mm. Um, Kane is deadly. Um, Bruno, Bruno, Bruno second, uh, funny enough. Bruno, deadly player, but obviously there's a lot of penalties there, so I won't even get into it. Um, but but uh, penalties aside, there's still a lot of goals for a midfielder. Um, Calvert-Lewin, I think he's having a good season. I, I think he's having a good season, and I see development in him also from... <laughs> from, from I'm taking a mental note. I don't have a pen and paper, so... <laughs> I think I think he's having a good season. Remember, Ancelotti was was talking about the work he's doing with him is similar to, or or he's sort of telling him look at uh, people in Zagi, that he that he is, he's working on one touch finishing. Mm. So he's saying Inzaghi was great because one touch finishing, and that's what that's what I'm seeing a lot from Calvert Lewin this season. I'm not saying he'll be the best, but I I see progression in him. Patrick Bamford, maybe yeah, he's surprised me. Him, yeah. yeah I, 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 next I think, season, if he's scoring goals again, I'd be shocked. I think no one going into this league, uh, into this uh, thing, <laughs> no one thought that he'd be where he is. Mm. So yeah, he's the surprise. Yeah, but I will let you carry on. Um, Son, Son stays at it. Vardy, Vardy, I would have Vardy used to him being there. He actually yeah. used to him being higher. Mm. Uh, Gundogan never knew he had a goal scoring in him. He's, yeah. <laughs> he was fantastic at Dortmund in an advanced role, but not not good goals like this. Mm. Um, Watkins, I do like Watkins. Yeah. Uh, but but I think also I'll pass over to you. But um, if we're talking about players that shouldn't be there, let's, we should also probably add in the ones that aren't there and why they're not. Ah. <laughs> there you that go. should be. You know there what I mean? you go. Mm. Um, all right, let me uh, talk about the top 10 essentially for me. Mm. I look at the top 10. For me, uh, I see Salah's got 17 goals, and I see Bruno Fernandes is uh, up there behind him with uh, 15. 15 yeah. There's actually quite an interesting stat I've just been looking at right now mm-hmm. uh, because I looked at that top and wondered. How many of those people's goals actually come from penalties? Yeah. And it's actually quite surprising that Bruno obviously has seven. Everyone expected this. Yeah. But another surprise but guy. But that's still eight goals then from a midfielder. Mm, eight no. goals open play. No, no, no. That's not that's not the guy I'm surprised by. Oh yeah. I you know, we have been joking a lot, saying that Bruno Fernandez has a, a lot of penalties. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but someone who's going actually right behind him is Mohamed Salah. The guy you've been praising so much, he's got six goals, six penalties. Mm. The man that you've been saying is uh, is goal scoring threats. Mm. So I think that's pretty surprising if you look at that stat. 
that Salah won most of them. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, he died for most of them. Yeah, obviously he died, he died for most of them. But I was actually surprised because, you know, you'd think that the way that you've been talking about Salah that he's he's been such a a goal threat. Meanwhile, he's been giving uh, he's been getting freebies. And it mm. also got me looking at the others. Third Kane. Kane only has three penalties mm. in that uh, in that edition. Obviously, Bamford... But it was 14 goals, so 11 open play. Yeah. Right? Uh, Bamford, one penalty. Yeah. Impressive. Dominic Calvert-Lewin. He doesn't take doesn't take it. I'd be surprised if he has one. It's either Sigurdsson or Rodriguez, mm. I think, over there. So you see, you start looking at those numbers mm. and you start to see who's actually more impressive. Mm. That uh, the, top, the top two obviously aren't as impressive. Mm. as you think since they've yeah. gathered up so many numbers yeah yeah but that's besides the point I just found that interesting uh, with the Calvert-Lewin story obviously you know he'd be there in the in uh, Angelotti system uh, Angelotti's he's leading the line it seems as though uh, Richarlison is no longer the goal scoring threat that he was last season yeah and he's uh, now playing on the wing uh, so obviously someone had to be the goal scoring threat, and it seems as though it is now Calvert Lewin. Yeah. Surprised by the player, but if you look at the system, not really surprised. And as well the coach, mm. we expected, you yeah. know, Angelotti to do something amazing with this Everton side. Mm. Uh, Bamford obviously surprised that he's there. Surprised that Jamie Vardy is that low, mm. uh, because obviously he's the current. Golden boot holder. So I I, I, I want to check his appearances. Uh, Twenty two appearances. How many goals? Yeah, he eleven. Did, he did have a hernia. Twelve. Twelve and twenty two appearances. Yes. Mm. So he had a, a hernia. So I think that slowed him down. Six penalties. Mm. Like you said. Exactly. Mm. They, they, there's some guys who who just have a, a lot of penalties. Mm. Where actually it takes away. Well, now it's what, six goals. That's not actually impressive. That's six goals. Yeah. Yeah. That's From not penalties. Yeah, but, but you I'm know saying, the penalty merchant has seven. Yeah, so give actually give Bruno some credit. Yeah. He's got eight goals, so mm. compared to Vardy six. Mm. Uh, obviously Gundogan been phenomenal. We got a hats off for him. He's had a a, a tough time in, in 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 Manchester City, yeah. uh, with injuries and all that, and essentially struggling to fit in. Yeah, but it seems as though. You know, with the with the absence of David Silva, he's essentially taken over that role, right? Which mm. I won't say puts into question mm. uh, David Silva's uh, you know attributes and uh, achievements. Yeah. But now you can clearly see that you know it's a it's from a pep structure that uh, Silva was able to thrive essentially. But that's me hating. But let's leave it there. Watkins, I'm not really surprised. Um, let me ask you, Uncle Curtis, who surprises you? As in, who is not in that list that you expect? I know who it is, but I want you to say it. Aubameyang. Yeah. He's had a poor run of form, but he's two goals behind Watkins. Mm. Yeah. He will be overtaken soon. He's picked up form. Um, can Can I give you last season's top ten? Yeah. Yes. This is this is uh this is overall. So it was one Jamie Vardy with twenty three. Two, uh, tied for two was uh, uh, Aubameyang and Danny Ings with 22. Uh, Raheem Sterling was fourth, uh, 20. Salah was fifth, 19. 
Harry Kane and Mane, 18. Raul Jimenez, um, Anthony Martial, and Marcus Rashford, 17 for, for 8th. Mm. Well, 8 through 10. Mm. How many uh, goals did Lacazette get over the last season? Lacazette? Who yeah. cares? I don't see any goals you got. I'm scrolling way down here yeah, now. I'll, I'll, I'll find him, but go, go on someone. Yes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just Aubameyang that's missing over there. Sterling as well, he's been having good goal-scoring seasons, but it seems like since Arteta left, uh, he can't score as much goals anymore. Uh, it seems like we have a good coach over there. Um, there will be other players, but I look at that list, if I'm being honest with you, a couple of players are going to drop out. End of the season, we won't be talking about them anymore. Yeah. Yeah, you know who I'm talking about, but yeah, I just had to put that out there. Uh, yeah, I agree with you there. Um, like I said, at 10 last year. Okay. Yes, so... Looking at him now, at this point of the season, I know this is a unnecessary, you know, guy to be looking at right now. Yo, where is he? He's there. Lacazette. He's on eight. He's just he's on nine. One behind all Oh, he's on nine. Okay, that's a... One behind what? Decent tally, I guess, uh, from uh, his one from last season. Uh, yeah, for me... Essentially, looking at this uh, this form guide, uh, I think to myself, uh, the only person that is missing is uh, Obama Yang from this top 10. But also, if you dig deeper into it and you actually look and realize that not many United or Chelsea players are in that thing, in the goal-scoring tally, i.e. your wonder boy Rashford and... Uh, Martial, I guess Martial's... Rashford's 11th. Hey? Rashford's 11th. 11th what? He's on the same amount of goals as like Z. Yeah, he's on 9 goals. Winger. Uh, Excuses. Is he your top goal scorer? No, it's not. No, no, no. So where's your, where's your striker with the goals? No, no, we don't have one. Yeah, who's yeah, cool. That's what I was asking. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because traditionally your strikers would be somewhere yeah. in that conversation. Yeah, yeah. So That's seems, what we're missing. Yes, yeah. yeah, so it seems as though now... You know, it's just Hail Mary's now. And uh, essentially one player performing for you guys. But mm. uh, let's just leave. I guess we can leave it there. That for me was the surprising uh, stat, if I can mm-hmm. say so. From uh, from our findings, I guess. that yeah, I think there aren't that many Man United supporters. Uh, you look at it as well. Sterling is not there. Sterling is usually there. Mm. You think that there'd be a Chelsea player. Somewhere. Chelsea players, the Chelsea have never had a top goal scorer. I'm not surprised. Mm, never. Like in the a beginning, truly, oh, in the beginning besides, of the season, would you? Besides have, Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank, that's the last. Drogba. He was a twelve goal. <laughs> Drogba has a golden boot. Yes, but on average, more than one. No, no, he has sure. one. On okay. average, he averaged twelve goals a season at Chelsea. Twelve. Still fantastic. Yeah, I'm not arguing that. Yeah. I said <laughs> Chelsea don't have traditionally I hard. Check his record. I don't know. Uh, that boy has yeah. the same amount of goals as Darren Bent. He's mm. not that great. Mm. No, it's just for me that's something very strange that I found. Because yeah. we would have actually, we would have also expected, uh, I guess, the Wonder Boy team of Werner to be there. True. True. Uh, yeah, I think the closest Chelsea player you can find is uh, Tammy Abraham with six goals. That's actually quite disappointing. Yeah. And you check that uh, Chelsea, he doesn't want to sign a contract at Chelsea. He says, I'm out. I'm dipping. Um, Tammy Abraham. Yeah. But it makes sense because apparently Chelsea is interested in buying Holland. So I don't think he'll fit it at Chelsea, Holland. He might not. He can fit anywhere. 
don't think he'll fit. I don't, think. I don't see a club he won't fit at. But I'm saying to reach his true potential, I don't think it's Chelsea. Where would you say his true potential is? I hate to say it, but at Man United, I think he'll bang in a lot of goals. Mm. Uh, the way he's Contact banging text, goals, yeah. Yeah, the way he's banging goals now, I also see him at a Madrid rather. Somewhere actually that I, you know, I never thought of seeing him, but it would actually make quite, it would be like a a beautiful ending would be at Manchester City since his dad played there. Yeah, okay, he's obviously going to score hella goals at He'll Manchester score City. He'll hell score a hell of a lot of goals. Because uh, I think he does have the work rate that Pep wants. Mm. Uh, he does hold up the ball well. He does link up play well when you look at him play. And yeah, and he's a, a poacher as, as big of a guy he is at times when it's time to get in the box to get in that tapping. Mm. He'll get in that tapping. He's, uh, he's quite, so quite, he's, he's quite, he's quite an all-round striker. I, I, I wonder though, like, I think he's the type of player that will do well everywhere. But I think he will devastate if he's the main guy. Mm. Yeah. The Pep system doesn't make anyone the main guy. Okay, true that. So, but uh, but he will score thirty goals. Yeah, yeah. Uh. But that's why I say I uh, like Man United will be the main guy. I see him banging in goals over there. Madrid with the new generation of players that they have, he might be the main guy over there. Yeah, he will. He'll bang in Madrid, goals. Madrid's not scoring a lot. These you days. know, because mm. Madrid are winning one 0 two 0 Stuff like that. And, so and Zidane has no problem setting up for the main guys. <laughs> no problem. So it's one of those things of yeah. I don't see him going to Liverpool. Liverpool fans think they're gonna get him. As I said, Liverpool fans, <laughs> y'all are a, a bit ambitious nowadays, guys. They th- also think they're gonna get Mbappe. They they are a bit ambitious. Mm. They're very ambitious. I've been money's on on hundred k. First sort out that situation. Yeah. <laughs> you you, you money's hundred k a week. Please sort out that situation first that's before you think. Our reserve goalkeeper gets paid more than that. That's you see what I'm talking about. Like yeah, yeah, Henderson United. is higher than that. So it's one of those things of yeah. I'll see how it goes, but yeah, there's this, yeah a couple of surprising strikers there, but. I don't see them last too long. M- 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 Mr. Posa, sorry to take over, but I but I need to ask you this. You guys are glossing over this. Mm. So 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 we're saying top strikers in the league you would put up on and forward for that. Yeah. Yes. What what happened this season? Um, what's happening? Poor run of form. Yes, uh I'll it might sound like excuses, Poor but season. it might sound like excuses, but I feel as though there was a time where Arsenal didn't have a create a, a creative player. And it seems as though uh, Obama Yang was kind of isolated out of the game, where traditionally he's been playing with a lot of guys who would set him up. And like, who used to set him up then? That's uh, not there anymore. I think it would be an Uzo who'd set him up. Uh, he's been benching for years. No, no, no. He's been benching for, for one year, Yeah. essentially. Ramsey out, not playing. He was normally the guy who... Has 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 uh, Aubameyang been at you guys longer than I think he has? Yeah. Mm. Mm. And you must remember, this is where these classic photos came from of Lacazette and uh, Obama Yang doing the handshakes. It's because they were actually linking up together. Okay. So Arteta now has chosen to play one or the other because essentially looking at the bigger picture. Yeah. As in, you, if you play both, essentially both can't play consistently like that. They'll get tired at some point of view. So I feel as though him not being able to play with his partner is is also uh, you know taking away the goals from him. Also, we'll 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 remember that Obama Yang did have a point during the season where he had to take time off for some personal reasons. I think his mother was sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
So yeah, like they, they, there were a lot of factors that our captain had to go through, mm-hmm. but it seems as though he's coming back stronger, which is uh, just a testament to his mentality, although it was in question for for, for a little bit. One one could argue, like I, I I'm really just gonna put this forward just yes, just, no just to be spicy. The money. But no no no. But um if you look at Aubameyang's career, mm. he's never really been a goal scorer. He well uh, no, let me not say the never really bodies. it's it's about two seasons before you buy him. Yeah. And he's already old at that stage. That's why because AC Milan he's a winger. Mm. Bayern, he comes through as a winger. He's shining next to Lewandowski. Then Lewandowski leaves. Then he is the main forward. Mm. Okay, so so, so could he not be reverting back to type? So you're essentially just saying that. Uh, uh, I don't think he's reverting back. To he's time. a winger essentially. Yeah, yeah I, I, I I think he's a winger. I I, th- I think he's a winger. Uh, All right. Uh, I, I like him as a player, but I'm just asking the question. I don't no, think no, no. so because up until two weeks ago, he was on two goals. Uh, we st- yeah, that's what happened. Up until two, he was done two. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just waiting for how that makes your point. Yeah, and, that, and then uh, we started getting creative players into the team, mm-hmm. right? Because he's never been a player that creates things for himself, mm. right? Okay. He had to create things for himself at a certain stage. Mm-hmm. Now he's getting hat tricks. He's getting braces. I think his first Arsenal hat trick was three weeks ago. Yeah. All right, and then he got a brace against Leeds, uh, brace against Benfica. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't play on against Leicester, so we'll forget that game. Mm. Came off for 12 minutes. But then the goals are coming back. So it's not reverting back to type. It's just poor runner four. Yeah. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Like I said, I just, I just lost. And actually, funny enough, the, the, the topic that most fans were saying is that the money kind of got to his head. I think we need to put that into consideration. I think so. I think people like to say that to make themselves feel better because they broke. No, no, no. I, I, I understand that. But let's let's also... <laughs> Let's also understand the pressures that come with things. That when you get a new contract now, that I wouldn't say that you're now living nice, but there's now a different level of pressure. Fans make that say those things to make so, themselves. So feel next bad. season, do you expect him to score goals? Yeah, I do. Because I generally look at it. Doesn't matter how much a player is winning. Like, how come it's only? But, but also, how old is he? He's thirty-three. Ain't he? No, thirty-two. Thirty, he's, thirty-one. He's, he's not thirty. He's growing, bro. He might be thirty-one or thirty-two. Let me just check. But you know, but on that money issue, like 31. 31. 31. Because yeah. they gave him a three year contract, so it's 34. Mm. Okay. And the way footballers take care of themselves, he'll make it to 35, 36. Does he take care of himself? Well, does he look like a fit guy? I, I don't know. You guys watch him more than I do. Mm, I'd say. Having seen him slow cause, down. Because pace looks important to him. But having seen him slow down in terms of pace, uh, he's still yeah, beating. He'll go down very quickly from this point. From, no, from uh, 32. I'd actually say, I'd actually say I have, I have kind of, body. I have noticed a dip in pace. Mm. Not that much, but uh, he seems to be an intelligent player on the box. So I think he's as he's gotten older, which is a characteristic amongst uh, many strikers or, yeah. you know, goal scorers, they tend to get wiser. They tend to get better with... Uh, other attributes rather than pace. Yeah. It doesn't seem as though he re- he relies on pace as much. Okay. I haven't seen him in many situations where if he's going against a player, he will decide I'm just gonna run around him. He would yeah. rather yeah. bring it more yeah. into. The I'm just being difficult anyway. No, no, no. <laughs> I understand. Let me also be difficult about Rashford and uh, Martial. What What's happened? What happened? Uh, Martial. Mm. Anything happened? Rashford. I think is still doing. Still consistent. 
It's still consistent. Is that the level that you one goal one goal above Lacazette consistent? Yes, Rashford last season got seventeen in the league. Is on six. Is on nine now. Oh, sorry, not one goal. Uh, one goal. Oh, he's tied with Lacazette. Is it? Yeah, he's he's a winger tied with a striker. I think last season he got seventeen goals in the league. He's he's not far off that now. Yeah, I think it's consistent at twenty three. But that is your main goal scorer. That's your that's where your goals come from traditionally. True, true, mm-hmm. true, true. But he just needs to be consistent. We must still fix the number nine to go get more to go get goals. And but even the way with, with with the way Rashford plays, mm. uh, when you say he's a winger, he's the most selfish winger I've ever seen. He's not an early crosser. He likes to run with the ball. He's gonna take opportunities away from the strike, so I don't think that would be the same. Twenty-three. He's he's twenty-three. I've seen a lot more of of that that you're saying is not in his game. I've seen a lot more come into it this season. Oh, I still think he makes some stupid decisions. Well, I man. think he, he he does, but at twenty-three year old, I I allow it. Yeah. If he's twenty-six, making those mis- the, make doing all of that. But he won't be a won't he be a typical English player? He's reached his peak. Won't improve. No, but. he's already scored more goals than Cantona and Beckham for us. Yeah, but English players generally, once they peak early, generally don't outpace them. Mm, this is well, can you can, if, can you if, think if of an English to, to to general? Eh? Can you think of an English player that peaked at an early age that went on to surpass? Sure, sure. Sure, scored goals his whole career. Uh, speaking of twenty six years old, <laughs> it turns out Martial's twenty five. Yeah. Uh, so what are you saying about him? No, him, him, I've, him, I've got no excuses. Him, him is, him is to meet application. Last season he did well. Last season was his best season so far. You have no excuses, or you have no hope. No, I still have hope. That guy is supremely talented. Mm. If he, if he switches on, he'll, he'll kill it. But will he switch on? He's the most. Chill, it, like I love him because he's chilled, but that's also why he frustrates me. So I, mm. I, I don't. I, I expect him to be replaced. Remember, I kept saying I'm waiting for Greenwood to take his place in the lineup. Luckily, he did against Chelsea. Um, I think there was no choice because you guys would have put in Cavani, but Cavani is now injured, out. Yeah. So it's not like you had any other choice, mate. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> for me, looking at that situation, I would have actually preferred that you guys put Marshy, uh Rashford at striker. Uh, he's very the, more direct. The last, no, in the last two seasons, but I feel as though it was one of those where Martial actually seemed over the last couple of seasons he seemed as though he wanted to leave you guys. I can't remember. There was a time where he was actually scoring. Uh, he was uh, gathering a good couple of uh, goals, and then that's where he pushed for the number nine. Because mm. remember when Zlatan was there, he wasn't. He wasn't yeah. pleased. Yeah. And they took his number nine. They, they took yes. him to Zlatan. They gave him the eleven. Yeah. Yes, and then Mourinho. when Zlatan left, essentially yeah. he got the number nine back, and that's that was his, uh, yeah, you know, intent as in like I want to be number nine. Yeah, but I feel as though now that uh, bit him in the ass because it's not working out. I felt for me that I, I think Rashford would have uh, would have been your better choice for number 9. Yeah. But so so I I would have the same issue with both of them being a number 9. Mm-hmm. Like it's to 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 draw to draw a comparison it's it's like why I don't late rate like a Z. Mm-hmm. Right? Good player just like they are good players but specific games they will devastate. Mm-hmm. Then there's a game where there's a low block where there's a whatever and you won't see them. 
Mm. It's there's 38 games in this league. I need you to be able to wear the 38 games. Yeah. So not only when the space is open and you can dribble someone and you can... Mm-mm. So Rashford, Martial as number nines, no to both of that. Rashford on the left, winger, selfish, selfish, 17 goals. I'm happy. So essentially what you're saying is that you prefer a new number nine next season. Yeah, All right. But who? Hey? Who? Haaland's a dream. Yeah, that's not good. Dream to <laughs> Um, no, no, look, look I, don't, I don't know. But I'd, I'd want a specialist number nine who can play back to goal. Mm. Who can play with his back to goal. So if you guys get Jordan Sancho, you'll be okay with Rashford being a number nine? No. I If we get anybody, give me Messi, I'm still not happy with Rashford at number nine. Right. I don't want Rashford as a number nine at all. I'd rather have Darren Bale. But if you get Sancho, who do you get rid of? Hey? You get Sancho, who do you get rid of? Martial. Right. For me. If you don't mind. I feel as though I've given you enough trouble. So yeah. I'm going to turn around to my friend over here. Oh boy. You, Uncle Curtis, uh-huh. and your team. What's going on? Pleasing Harry Kane's praises. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm talking about his team, i.e. Arsenal. Since I've been uh, bringing up his problems, and uh, what do you feel is the problem with your team? Yeah, the, problem was, the, the, the problem was we were missing a creative player. I mm. said this for the whole half of the season when we were busy playing without also saying this is not enough. Because even when um, we see it with Odegaard in the team now and Smithrow, even when they're not creating direct goal-scoring chances, Mm. The movement and space that they have creates more chances for the other guys. Mm. So I might not get a direct assist, but the way I'm moving things around is like, okay, fine. Mm. It's creating space for over there. Uh, like I said, we'll finish in the top three. Not like I said, sorry. Obama, yeah. Oh, we'll finish in the top three. After I was this. about to say that's blasphemy, but okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I said, we'll get from now to the end of the season, I think you'll get another seven goals to finish on 15. And that will be an improvement from last season. Right, so it'll, it was the thing, right? We're very critical during the season, but if our strikers get to within the top five before end of season, the season doesn't look that bad after at the end of the day. But Oli Watkins is there, you're criticizing him because he scored against two teams. I, I, that's my literally my oh. point against Oli Watkins. He's literally scored against two teams. Obama Yang had a hat trick and a brace. Hmm. Who did he have a hat trick against? <laughs> You okay. claimed it just you now. It. You okay. claimed it just now. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, sorry, sorry. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. But I'm bringing sorry. up. Sorry. Yes. I thought you said like a zit. No, I, like I was just... already in battle mode. <laughs> I thought you said like a zit. I'm like, no, oh, no, 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 no. But what I'm trying to say, what's Aubameyang doing? He's reverting back to the quality striker mm. he is. Okay. Mm. Right? So he's got a hat trick and a brace yeah, because got his, he's, got he's, got, he's got history of scoring goals. Okay. What does Oli Watkins have? History of scoring against championship club. What does have? He has a history of calling at least 10 goals. At least 10 goals? Yeah. You just poo-poo Drogba for averaging average Yeah. Goal. I don't call, consider, like I said, my club legend. <laughs> He's not my club legend. Right. It's another club's club's legend, but we'll not get into that. Yeah. Right? So that's besides the point that I'm trying to get at over here. But it's... Uh, we'll look at players differently in the season if they get more goals. Uh, and you know what? No, actually, guys. Shame on you guys. You haven't named one guy who's been in this list for a while. That's not here. Ooh. Money. Shame on you guys. He's been having a poor season. Like no, said. he's been having a poor season, but we're here talking about Obama Yang and, and the lights. But we're not even talking about a guy who got tied for, for Golden Boot, I think, what, two seasons ago? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't put him in the category of goal scorer, though. 
I oh, think okay. I think he he's a hard worker. He'll 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 put in he'll put in the numbers, but when I'm thinking goal scorers, I'm not thinking money. So essentially, you're saying that uh, his performances are re- reflected by the team he's with. No, 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 no. I I think his performances shouldn't be measured by goals. Mm. I think he's a creative. He's okay. a runner. He's a ball carrier. Before he's a goal scorer. Okay. All right, so we we don't count him in this. No, me, me, me. You're 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 welcome to bring it's a you're welcome to bring it up. You don't count him in a top ten conversation. Goal top scorer. Ten, right? No, I don't. As in, in this season, you think he's gonna stay where he is? No, he might get a slight more goals, but when I look at Mane and his finishing ability, even when I look at the goals that he scores, man, mm. um, it's never a typical striker's finish with coolness tap and in. calmness, tap-ins. Mm. It's never a a calm finish on Henri gives you. It's never... You know, it's like... Man drives into space. You can't keep up with him. Mm. Toe poke. It's, it becomes a hell of a shot. Mm. You can't keep on doing that right. as a striker to me. It just shows that you don't have... But when you carry the ball and you create space for other strikers... Mm. You get what I'm saying? He, he doesn't have that guile of a striker. He doesn't have that, that, that calmness of a striker that I, I rate to be a top striker. Look, this is the guy that has the fastest hat-trick in Premier League history, hate, right? But it's yeah. off that pure aggression and pace. And it's, don't get me wrong when I say that. He is an intelligent football player. Né? But he knows how to use that aggression and case pace when it suits him. But what I'm trying to say is when you look at... Like, when you generally look at top strikers, Kunagero, oh, when he gets the ball on his feet in the box, oh, so calm, so cool. Mm. Uh, Harry Kane <laughs> Harry Kane Harry Kane he can pick up the ball from deep yeah. he's not the quickest player but he glides as soon as you see him get a shot at goal you fear him for your life Yeah. right you look at Alan Shearer I don't like that man right but get him in the box he can run with the ball He like you just feel a calmness about him when he's at the yeah. ball yeah. to get a goal into it right because he, he's in the right situation at the right time Mane feels like to me he forced himself into being into that right situation. You know okay. what I'm saying? His determination and will got him there. With other strikers, like Henri, you look at him, it's like, oh, gal, Drogba, don't rate him as a striker, but he's brute force and aggression, like the late hitters that he'll come into when he plays against teams that he dominate. Mm. That man used to terrorize Arsenal of hitters alone, mm. right? What does Mane give you? It's just determination and will to get you into a place that you're not supposed to be in the first place. Right. But stake, stake your claim. Stake your claim. Do you think he should be there? Um, in, in the convo? Absolutely. I feel mm. as though money should be in the convo. For goal scoring. For goal scoring. Mm. I just feel as though he's... Unfo- it's unfortunate because he's the one suffering in terms of Liverpool's form right now. Yeah. They don't have a striker and so he's the one who ends up suffering from all of this. Mm. Because... Uh, he would normally he he would be thriving off uh, um, it's Robertson. He'd be thriving off Robertson's uh, running up the line crosses, yeah, the crosses and all that stuff. So I feel as though now that the the defense is is quite shaky, the 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 two Liverpool guys who run up don't run up as much because it's yeah. more risky now. Yeah. So I think if Liverpool's uh, team comes right within. You know the next couple of games, money comes back into the conversation of top ten. Yeah, easily, because I feel as though he's got he's got 
an ability to change the game like no other on this list. Yeah. You can, you can literally hand him a ball. You can hand him the ball on the left-hand corner and he'll make a plan and do something. Yeah. But isn't he... What's that saying? They say a, a scorer of great goals rather than a great goal scorer. I'd actually have to agree with you there. Yeah. yeah that, is, that, that's, that's my point. I think he's phenomenal. I paused there I think because it's I wanted phenomenal. to argue. But <laughs> I think it's phenomenal. But. I had to swallow my pride. <laughs> You're right. It's case in point. I think he'll generally end up on 15 to 20 goals a season. Mm. But I don't think he'll have the quality to reach 30 goals a season at any point in his career. Mm. Oh, I, I think he can, but not consistently. Okay, fine. One last season, cool. I get yeah. you on there. Yeah. Oh, but otherwise, potion is that it? Uh, yeah. I think we can just wrap this up with beauty tips. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Uh, beauty but tips. essentially, before we wrap it up, I have one more question for you guys. Um, I won't necessarily say who is going to take Golden Boot. I'll ask you for your top three, and we. I think we can leave it. Salah's taking Golden Boot. Uh, okay. Top, top three scorers. Start? Yeah, top three scorers. Salah. Who do you think it's going to be? Who's number two over there right now? It's Salah's mm-hmm. going to take it. Kane is going to be second. Mm-hmm. Bruno will be third. All right. So you feel as though... It'll the, be more or less the same. The top three will stay the same. It's just numbers are going to... Sh- uh, 13 games to go. Kane will start scoring in, in, in influential goals for his team. Mm-hmm. I just don't believe he'll get another Golden Boot. Yeah. All right. What are we talking? Twelve games to go. I I agree with him. Salah Kane, the third one. I I'm 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 not too sure about. I'm thinking Vardy or or a City player. I believe Vardy Bruno's Vardy gonna Sterling. Bruno's gonna get another seven penalties between now and the end of the season. Yeah, he could. He could. He could. And he'll convert all seven. Okay. <laughs> he'll convert all seven. Yeah, I I, I think Sal- Salah Kane, Vardy or Sterling for me. Um. I'll actually go and be controversial and I will say that number one Patrick no no no, no. <laughs> I can't give it to him Shane as, as great of a season as he's had I feel as though he's not going to be Bam, I feel Bam. as though number one is going to be Kane okay number two is going to be Fernandez, and then I'll give number three to Salah give, give it to Holly Watkins no, <laughs> I, I, I don't feel like he's going to do anything. Uh, it will be Salah, but my heart wants to say Obama Yang is going to come into uh, the top three conversation. Mm. We've seen him before going on a run of games where he just scores. Yeah. yeah. But there's also, uh, what's his name? There's also Europa that we need to consider because we've seen uh, Arteta is now playing his first string side in Europa and second scene side is playing uh, the Premier League games. So oh, that's that, dangerous. He'll get fired like that. Yeah. Nah, he knows his job is okay. His, his, I think, yeah, because of uh, the signings that they didn't give him and the potential he has, mm. I think they will give him another season. No, Barca, stay a, away. Adu's his boy. Your sporting director, Adu. Yeah. That's his boy. Barca must stay away. There have been rumors that they want him. Uh, want who? Ateta. Okay. Jean Laporte, the new presidential yeah. candidate, he says yeah. he wants Arteta. He's come through the academy. He knows the, yeah, the yeah. ways of bosses. I, I, I will kill for him. Stay away from my boy. <laughs> I don't necessarily have to kill for him, but uh, if they take him out, I don't know. He's, he's he still has. He a probably lot. has to do something first before that's, they take him. So no, just hold on to that. 
No, but you know, Barca players stop. Right? They gave Tata Tata Martinez a job. They gave Louis and Enrique a job, fresh out of coaching. They no, gave Tata, Tata, they gave Tata, Tata Martinez. They gave him a job because he was uh, Messi's childhood hero. But Messi's I'm giving job. you. I'm. I'm literally. Enrique at least did something at uh, the job, job, like before. Job. No, but they gave Pepe a job from B team. Yes, it's because it's, he revolutionized the B team. But no. Wake up and yeah, oh, unless your Messi's hero. No. <laughs> <laughs> you You're talking about like okay, fine, it's you can leg. argue that literally uh, Arteta was uh, Pep's uh, protege. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying that Barcelona don't necessarily take a coach because you know he he, he comes from a great background. Yeah. They ex they they like to take someone close from home or someone who they believe has. The same ideologies as even Kuman doesn't have a great coaching history. He has he's yeah, been a coach, he has history, but he doesn't have a great coaching history. He was a great yeah. player. He he's at least one of those players under Cruyff that won whatever. whatever. Yeah. There's 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 that emotional sentiment. He's uh, a Cat- he's a, he's from Catalan that boy. Who? Arteta. No, he's from Sociedad. He was at the Barca U team. He was at the Barca U team, but they took him from Sociedad. He grew up with Xavi Alonso at Sociedad. Yeah, I know weird things. Ask his guys. Yes, no, no, no. I was also I was gonna question you, but I figured let me just leave you and just leave it on that note. I think we've 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 got a a nice uh, golden boot uh, race mm. uh, with uh, potential from everywhere. Yeah, actually, so, you have a good shout for Kane winning it, eh? Yes, I I, mm. I I think Kane might win it because Kane is pretty close. Kane. Kane is too worried about the Euros right now. He's not going to win it. Uh, but Tottenham also, they, they, they seem to, their second side plays more that side. So if there's a hot game and Kane is called into action for Europa, then it's a different conversation. Mm. But I think, yeah, we've, we've gone through this extensively. We've given our viewpoints. And maybe, I don't know, guys, if you guys have your viewpoints, uh, you want to share with us, Please feel free to share in the comments. Hit the like as well. You never know. You know, you're there already. If Maybe you're not busy, time will take it. Mm. <laughs> if you want to subscribe as well, that would be great. We'd appreciate all of that. But yeah, I think we're going to wrap up with this episode. Uh, thank you guys for joining us for another week. Uh, it's been an interesting conversation with the gents. Uh, I don't know how to say it. I've, I've, I feel as though it was a, a, a objective debate. I didn't try attack Lucas that much, so mm, I think I'm through this whole thing without mentioning his cap. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm matching it. I'm matching it with the jersey. It's matching with the jersey. <laughs> but next week I'm gonna get you. <laughs> All right, guys. But Sometimes yeah, I set myself up. <laughs> I think we're gonna wrap up. Uh, my boy Lukusa. <laughs> Lucky, lucky, su, su, lucky, look, lucky star, lucky star. You know, yeah. Le Rato. You wanna wrap up or anything? Have you ever heard Lucas's voice impression of uh, generations back in the day from the Frisco man? Le Rato, baby. <laughs> he knows what I'm talking about. Oh, yes. <laughs> you have no success here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. I saw he was on Fresca adverts. Yeah. Akino, Mo- no, no, yeah, no, no, you know his name. No. <laughs> Akino, Mo- Akino, someone else. That's oh. uh, that was that guy, Jonathan's. That what was that guy? 
He was I don't know about Lucas Herrick in the teen primary school. <laughs> no, I know the Fresca guy. He's he became a big actor. He was in like all these movies. He's in Hollywood now. Hectic. Yeah. Hectic. I'll stick to Lucas. Yes. <laughs> Let's get the Fresca I'll name. Remember, That's his new nickname. Yes, I'll remember the guy's name. I'll find him. Because he was on that other uh, what is that series? Mazinho.q or something. Okay, I haven't watched that. Yeah. Oh, is this like, did it play after Dynamite Deep Cloof Doos? Oh, <laughs> I used to watch. I used to watch. I'm making up shows, Jordan. I told, but I told you guys I didn't have things, bro. I didn't have DSTV. Oh, Mazinho.q, guys. People will know, bro. That guy from Mazinho.q. But as well, uh, let's just leave it. My boy, Uncle Curtis. Uh, cheers, like guys. Uh, Liverpool fans. Trent Alexander Arnold. Is not better than Cancelo. Stop sniffing cocaine. So mm, that only one of them has won a Champions League. Hmm. But who's the better player? We're not arguing about Champions League. John O'Shea has a Champions League. Jesus. I actually think that we can start having those conversations. I think maybe in a couple of weeks we can actually start. Maybe. I think if. No, we can even do it next week. Rap. Like, let's make our list of. Uh, best right backs. No, not best right back, right? <clears throat> Not best right backs. We can actually just have like our favorite episodes no. of Dynamite Deep Cliff Dudes. <laughs> our, team, our team of the season. We literally oh, look at wait, the positions. Wait. I think it's early enough that we can actually go tabulate yeah. and go yeah. look wherever. And then we can maybe give you guys a, like our team of the season predictions. Not necessarily predictions, but our favorites. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Mm. I think that's some homework for us. But yes, guys, uh, from me, uh, I don't know what they call me. Is it Mpo? Yes, that's my name. Mpo. Mpo, uh, a.k.a. Potion with the motion. Who's no. Mpo person? No, no, no. Uh, it's not me. Who's, who's Mpo? In fact, you're right, though. Mm. I'm it's your Potion. Host. I'm your host. With I'm going to wrap up the show. I don't know what these guys are talking about, yeah, but yes. Those guys, identity theft. Yeah, I'm the... <laughs> <laughs> Whoever Mpo is who watches nothing but football. He, I don't write... Potion no. has stolen your identity. The thing is, I don't write Potion the Potion has stolen your identity. I don't write the description. Please, so please know why report under. to the South African Services to, of Fraud Prevention. I'd like to report... Please be referred to by my government name. Away, guys. But yes. Uh, but anyways, guys, thank you for watching. Like, share, subscribe, and come back next week. We'd appreciate having you here. Thank you. For more beauty tips. She love to get it, uh. Take a pic so you can see just how we living, uh. I'm all alive, uh. It's bad time, uh. That we show up to the party with a limit. You mean gonna claim this Mpoh person on the internet post? You don't know who Mpoh is, though. Why are you lying to the people on the street, though? There'll be facial recognition someday, though. What are you talking about? Your mother doesn't know Mpoh. She doesn't know Mpoh. One day this thing will link up to fucking Homer here we are trying to be communal with us yes. being, being proud. This is where real friends do. This guy's being proud like one of those wives on the Taliban. <laughs> <laughs> Believe my man, he's a good man. He's, he's a, a good, good man. man. <laughs> <laughs> get dash, get dash as well now. Dash, like I see him. <laughs> this guy was, was a waterman. Little Dash. Roscoe Dash. Roscoe Dash. <laughs> <laughs>
ocean dog. This yeah. guy, you don't know, he was so perfect. Like that, to baby. No, I've heard him. No, the thing is, I've heard him use that the, that that voice, but he uses it a lot. But I didn't know it was in reference to like exactly that. <laughs> and you know that guy's a ninja. I'm telling you, no man. Akino Motoso is the other is the other guy. I'll find the guy. But he was the gentleman fresca handlers. Yes. Nothing to my fresca. Akin Kai Kazim. Akin Kai Kazim. Yes. I knew I was right with Akin. That's him. You've seen him in a lot of these movies. Yes. You've seen this guy before. Oh shit, is it? I know I'm gonna make the display picture. I know. <laughs> I Must I send this to you? Send me the name Haki. I will find it. That's going to be too. I'll put up the display if I want I knew that name sounds good. Now I need to get new beauty tips for next week. Nah, I think I'm gonna call him Brother Haki. Brother Haki. <laughs> yeah. Brother Haki. Brother Haki. Ah, no, that's a good one, though. Like that guy, Dr. Umar Johnson. And it feels like something that he could. Like that makes white people nervous in every city. <laughs> Donations. <laughs> Donations. <laughs> <laughs>